Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I never thought I could act before, but I'm good. Well, thank you. Uh, you back out there? I am. Let's go. This is Meryl Streep, and this is Shanae Ankeny. Right here. Ladies, I'm sorry. This concludes the cocktail party. Bitches, I'm done. He's mine. I never thought I had to compete this much for one man. I'm this hot blonde bombshell. What else do I need to say? Give me the Oscar. Give me the Emmy. Give me the Golden Globe. And give me the rose. Welcome to Bachelor Party, live from Canada. I'm Juliette Littman. Just kidding. I'm still in New York, and I'm joined today by Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. <laughs> Hello. I don't know why I had to throw in that fake joke that probably wasn't funny to anyone, but <laughs> just entertaining myself over here. Um, how are you? I am great on this Monday morning. I didn't really understand your joke, to be honest. I thought you were saying that JK, your name is not Juliette Littman. So I was like, wait, what? what where is she going? <laughs> And I don't, you I don't know. It's like, just like oh, they okay. went to Toronto. I've always wanted to go to Toronto. I, I You've feel never like, been? No, I think it seems like a great city. It seems like it's really close to where you are, and it's weird you've never been. I know. It is weird. I've only been to Canada like twice. I mean, I, I really enjoy Canadians. I mean, the city of Drake. Also, I watched Degrassi, the next generation, when I was in college, so I really should go. 
So, um, yeah, I didn't even watch that show, and I've been to Toronto multiple times, and I love it. It gets really fucking cold, though. I know. I want to go in the summer when the sun stays out for like a really long time. It was cold when they went on The Bachelor. They so they must have been there in like October, and yeah. they like. Do the women bring coats? That was one of my questions because they, they had ha- to have whole new wardrobe. Oh, yeah, what if they go to like Switzerland or something? They have to. I guess they probably tell them. And then I, I have heard that if like they, if it gets really cold or something, they give them um, like sweatshirts or jackets or something like that. But we pick up with Serene before we even got to Toronto. Um, let's just we gotta get into the Serene one on one. We got to talk about this Shanae Best Actress Award. I mean, the shenanigans are really getting out of control. Um, I feel like usually this villain story on The Bachelor is much shorter. Much. Like, this is a long... Five weeks of Shanae. But based off of Clayton's tweets, he really had no idea what was going on. Clayton was kind of in rough shape this week. I don't know if you noticed, but on his date with Serene, which we can now get into, his eyes looked just like he was so tired. Like, you know, when you're just overexhausted and you like your your eyes get puffy and like you just are losing your mind. I feel like that's what he was going through this week. And I, I felt for him. I don't think he he I think some people like thrive in drama. Yeah. He is not one of those people. <laughs> Definitely not. He's like, he's like exhausted from all of this. And he just doesn't, didn't seem like he really had the energy for Serene. I kind of felt bad for her. I felt like he was like working up to it. So, and like, I don't know. It wasn't until the evening portion of the date that he was like re- really ready to pay attention to her, essentially. I mean, she didn't have much to offer in the daytime. Like, it was, it, it was a, like, you can't really talk on like rides, you know? Like, so I they went to the, they went to the pier in Galveston, Texas. I only know about Galveston because, like, I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened, there was, like, mm-hmm. talk about how Galveston got hit really badly. Crushed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I know about Galveston. But it seemed nice. They, like, rented out the pier for them. I was wondering if it was closed or off-season. Like, how do you get the whole pier to yourself? Um, I don't know, but I did not like how Serene was like, are you kidding me? He rented, he shut down the pier for our <laughs> date. And I'm like, girl, you're on The Bachelor. I know. Like, would this happen in normal life? No. No, definitely not. Although I, I think that Clayton likes a, a theme park, an amusement park, since he worked at um, Six Flags, where he worked at the Fudge Shop, which she talks about. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something else, though. I thought you were going to say what I didn't like, and I can't wait to hear your take on this. They meet on the beach in Galveston, and she runs up to him, and she's wearing socks and sneakers. And socks and sneakers on sand makes me want to cringe. Sand and socks is an absolute no-no. And we know that you have really strong feelings about feet <laughs> and sand. So I was curious how that struck you. <laughs> I am not a socks on sand. I hate sneakers on sand. Ugh. But I do think this was a situation where they probably told her, you're going to a theme park. Yeah. And she was like, this is dumb. Why are we meeting on the beach? Like, right. I know. <laughs> also, like, what do you run- do in that situation? Take your socks off and then run Ugh. barefoot and then put socks on afterwards. Ugh. I'm sure she was just hoping. Let's just run gingerly and hope very little sand gets in here. That would, I think I would have the same plan as her, but I would be like, can we move this to right in front of the pier? I know. What do they have to be on the beach? beach? I know. What do they they have to love do a background distraction. And also like, the iconic, like under the pier, sort of looks like LA, or it really could be anywhere. 
I'm going to be honest, I thought they were at Santa Monica Pier for 20 minutes of this date. Yeah, because we forgot they were in Houston because they, yeah. like, they like broke, the, they've continued to break the format. So annoying. I want to get back to the, we started in a new city, it ends in a row ceremony. Also, Galveston is not super close to Houston either. I guess they're just like doing a lot of sprinter van activity. I, I don't, I don't know. Do you think they're all in the same sprinter van or does he have to ride solo in another one with someone trailing him like Ben said? Um, definitely solo. And that, like, I'm sure that he can't travel like with her. Like, you know, like they have to like meet there. They don't get any extra travel time together. But it's pretty far. It's an hour to from Houston to Galveston with no traffic. Can't imagine there's no traffic the, the entire way. And also then you think about how much time they lose during the day for like, but not with each other because they're like driving around driving. to dinner and whatever. Yeah. Seems annoying. Yeah, I wonder if that was their dinner in Houston or Galveston. That's what I wonder. I don't think they showed us, but I bet it's in Houston. But who knows? And also like, you really don't get that much time together on a one-on-one. It's not a, it's not a full day. It's like a few discreet activities together because then you also have to do like your interviews and... I don't know. And then, as you said, they lost a lot of time to being on the stupid rides. Driving. Oh, yeah. I'm on the rides. I'm like, you can't, you can't talk on. So I just, during the day, I felt like she was really positive. They had fun. She was scared to go on the swing ride. That was weird. The swing ride of all the rides was like the least scary. Like she went on some like legit roller coasters. I don't think I'm personally, I'm not scared of anything, but I have no interest. I will throw up. I get sick, super sick now that I'm older. I don't know if that, I don't know if that happens. I feel like it happens to women. I think it's hormonal. Like I get really car sick and it's also like Me ebbs too. and flows based on my menstrual cycle. Like I, it's like I get really car sick. Um, well, I, I don't know if this is true or not. So I'm not a doctor, but I have always gotten really car sick too. Post baby, mm-hmm. it's constant. Doesn't go up and down. I, if I'm not driving, there's a high chance I'm going to get car sick. I, it's like, I hate Uber for that reason, because like, regardless of, of whatever, I'm just like, I get sick. And of course, it doesn't help that I look at my phone when I'm alone in an Uber. And then I'm like, well, I'm alone in the car. What am I supposed to do? Not look at my phone. So yeah. it's all bad. It's all bad. I get so car sick. Also, I have to I roll just, the window down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Get some and fresh also, air in my face. You, you can't even like really ask to sit in front right now because of COVID too. So I don't want just, to. Me neither. It's just, it's all awkward. <laughs> it's all bad. Um, it's all but bad. that swing ride, could you imagine? I would vomit. I, I think the roller coaster would be much worse. Last time I went on a roller coaster was at Disneyland like six years ago. And I was so nauseous from it. Like so nauseous. And it was Disneyland. So it wasn't even a big roller coaster. Um, the last roller coaster I went on was at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. In Orlando. Yeah. And I felt it in both directions. It wasn't great. <laughs> Sounds really bad. Hope you got a, a carbonated beverage after that. Uh, um, I went home. I was done. You're just like, I'm out of here. Well, at that, at that point, I was like, I don't think I can get on any rides. <laughs> yeah, of course. You do one and it just knocks you out. You're, you're yeah. done for. <laughs> um, we were supposed to really get to know Serene in the night. But like this, you know, last week I felt was like a great episode. We talked about it. Big step forward. No trauma. This week, right back into the trauma, trauma yeah, central. Yeah, I thought about and, it while watching it. It's just like, I, this isn't what I want. Let's not reduce Serene to her trauma. And like, I understand that she wants to like get stuff out on the table and doesn't have a lot of opportunity. But like, can we learn like what she likes to do on a regular date? Or like if she has any pets or like where she went to 
took high school. I don't know. Like, all we know is that her grandmother died and her cousin died, both of which are tragic and it sounds like she's really having a hard time with and I relate to. And loss is really hard and there's a lot of grief right now in the world. But I think, I'm just like, can't we know more? Does this have to be her story? Yeah, no, it seemed unnecessary. Like, I feel like... I... I don't know. I get I get that those things are pretty recent and she's going through it. But like, I don't think that that really defines her. Everyone struggles. Most people struggle with loss. Yeah. And especially like someone close to you. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to struggle. I don't think that that should define her or be any different than anybody else losing people close to you. So like, I'm like, good to know. Like, I'm... I'm I think it's good to tell Clayton that, but like, I think there's like so much more she could have said about herself that we don't know. And yeah, and she might have. Like, as viewers, all we get to see is, is that part. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's that's what's frustrating because like, I'm sure they didn't spend the entire like two hour dinner just like talking about grief and no. trauma and loss. So, like, and also it doesn't really make him look good. I was like, oh, back into trauma and back into football talk. Like, he just doesn't really know how to respond, which I don't blame him for, but. He definitely defaults on, like, team language, which I guess makes sense given his experiences in life. But I don't I, know. I mean, I'm, are, is anyone used to going on dates and talking about, like, death? No. With basically a relative stranger. I probably wouldn't be great. I'm not great with people I know. It's like, hard. I, I'm one of those people say? that believe that there's literally nothing you can say to make it better. So then you say something either dumb or generic or like what, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I've tried my best to be there for any of my friends that have experienced loss. And obviously the older you get, the more it's going to happen. But there's not really anything to say except for like, I'm sorry. I know. And it's just, it's, it is a real like drawback of the show at this point. It's like, let's have more fun on these dates. Let's like give them, give them like citizens of humanity cards and make them like play a game. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do think that um, loss specifically is like awkward. So yeah. like you can't just like move on from the topic. Um, and so in comparison, Gabby's trauma seemed like I feel like she was able to like talk through it and keep the conversation going. In both cases, I was like, I don't really know what they're talking about. Serene mentioned that you know, her cousin had had a drug problem and her grandmother basically raised her. And so, like, we know a little bit more, but it's, like, we only get to hear the really bad parts of, of like, her family or, like, the, like, yeah. the really big challenges and none of the really, like, you know, good parts and, like, why she loves them. And with, with Gabby, I was just, like, I don't really know what she's talking about, which is not her fault, but the way it was, like, edited together where she was just, like, I don't know how to receive love. It's, like, well, she probably has had some pretty messed up relationships and I understand if, like, she doesn't want to get too deep into it. But I didn't really understand what she was saying. I feel like she was saying that her mom used to use affection as a tool. Oh, right. So, like, you would only get over... Like, you would only get affection from her or love from her if you were doing something right. And if you did any... If you made any mistakes at all, she would withhold that. Which I think is probably, like, very hard to navigate, especially as a kid. Yeah, it must be just really confusing and hurtful. Um, I, I was also thinking, like, as a kid, I don't know if I'd be able to, like, even identify that. Like, I don't even know if I would get it. So I was thinking, like, me, I wonder if it was, like, very extreme. I don't know. Um, or she's, like, but done it, a lot of work in therapy to, like, sort of, like, sort it out or something. Well, she said that. She said that she's been going to therapy. So I'm sure maybe, like, that helped with, like, identifying that. Um, but I was, like, very much, like, because we talked about it last week, I was like, there's two dates 
And on both dates, the clip we get, everyone's crying. I know. I know. It's like not fun for anyone, including the women in Clayton. Like, I don't, I, I, I will say they both seem to feel like, um, validated and like they felt like good after their date. So that speaks well of Clayton. But I also think that like, um, Serene was saying she felt like seen and heard. And I do think those things are really important, but those terms have now become such a cliche. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, time to retire them. It's the same as like letting down my walls or like, yeah. you know, we go, we go through these. And also Michelle said it so much yeah. that it's like, it just has become like a watch word and is losing yeah, a its thing. meaning. It's a thing Even though say. it's like important. Yeah. I, I don't know. Kind of like gaslight. I feel like that's like a thing that people just like to say and doesn't really have meaning anymore. Yeah, totally. Because it's been like completely overused. Yeah. And, and it's like those those words need to go. But I guess, you know, if Serene had a good time, then I'm I'm happy for her. She seems cool. Yeah, both of them actually seem great um, yeah. in different in different ways, but great. But um, I wish that the editing would show us some more lighthearted, especially with Gabby. I'm like, you can't tell me you sat down with Gabby for two hours and no one laughed. That's just like not happening. Especially because she's so goofy. Like it's that's really, what I'm saying. <laughs> it's really endearing when she's like, I feel like I'm in the notebook, and like, <laughs> <laughs> or it, at dinner when Clayton was like, when you just like fell on the ground. Yeah, I was. I was like. She clearly is not scared to be like who she is. She seems like a genuinely special person that like is probably funny to be around because we were talking about this before we recorded. She won like a humanitarian award and she's like an IC, ICU nurse and like it takes like a lot of character to be able to do that. And I, I don't know. She seems like very selfless and I don't know. It, <laughs> she seems great. I really like her, but she's also super confusing. I'm just like, <laughs> just like, what is going on here? I don't think that if we didn't know that she was a nurse, I would not have guessed that to Me be neither. her job. I Me could neither. see her being like a daycare teacher or something like that because she is so goofy and I feel like kids would probably love that. Yeah. My daughter would love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She seems fun. Just the way she speaks, her voice like is like, is like disarming. I'm just like, is this really how she talks all the time? I think it is. Every interview, that's how she sounds. <laughs> I just like, okay. I I, don't, I really like her, but I also like, there's never been anyone else like, like this woman. Uh, I don't know. Well, I feel like a lot of the women come on the show and... And and rightfully so, I think I would be this way too. You're very conscious on like how you come across. Mm-hmm. And like no one wants to be uh, I don't I hate I don't know if this is the word to use, but like I feel like no one wants to be like uncool. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone's very she seems to just She's just herself. She's not trying to like be anything. No. I think and I, I don't even know if she can be fake. <laughs> I she don't seems, think she can. <laughs> she, she seems so genuine at that this is who she is. Um, I know. Overall, it's... even though she is like different, um, I actually really like her. Me too. Big, big fan. I basically like everyone except for Shanae. I'm, I'm not crazy about Genevieve. We'll come back to that. But I don't know. I, I thought also um, Gabby had a good date, like where they just were basically walking around Toronto. They took a helicopter ride and then... Uh, they were just walking around like sampling Canadian food, which I thought was funny because like Toronto is actually known to have really good food. I wouldn't know personally, but that's what I've heard. And it's just sort of like a regular date. You're like, okay, let's just explore the city that neither of us have been to. So I I thought that was kind of lucky. I would definitely prefer that to um, the Galveston date. Plus I would also prefer to like 
mix up my style. Like I feel like Clayton's like seen them in warm weather. I would like be excited to have the opportunity to like show off some fall looks if I were Gabby. I'd be like, great, I could thrive. Um, I guess it was a more normal date. They were able to talk more. We were get to we were able to get to see more of Gabby. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. There's not anyone I really dislike other than Shanae. But I think Shanae has like completely claimed this villain role that we haven't really got to see much of a lot of other people. Like I have no clue what Hunter's like, None. what Jill was like, what I don't even remember the other the other woman that got eliminated with blonde hair. Um, Lindsay. Lindsay? The one, yeah, yeah. She, she Lindsay. looked like Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, <laughs> but I I couldn't tell you much about them. Like we've Shanae takes up so much air in the room and so much of the editing that we don't know a lot of the other other people whether to like them or dislike them. It's probably a combination of not a lot of other drama happened and Shanae being so outrageous that they just really leaned into it. Because I'm sure there were other storylines, like maybe we'll find out about them. But at the same time, these women seem to really like each other. Actually, we forgot to touch on this last week, but when Elizabeth got voted out, she was like, it's so hard. These are some of my best friends in the world. And it's like, Elizabeth, did you have friends before this show? And then when Jill got voted out, Rachel was like so upset. And they had been yeah. lying in bed together, which I thought was like, very cute and like I you know I've definitely done that with my own close friends but I was like just do people who go on the show have friends is it is it possible well, I that was no one say, does we've talked about this as well with other shows it seems like first of all I think Andrew and Greg are roommates now yes they moved to Santa Monica and they're roommates yeah so I I do think you know it is something that like unifies like no one can understand this experience especially for the people that go pretty far like you're not yeah. famous, but you are like people who watch the show know who you are when yeah, you're, you get it's stopped a very, on the street. Yeah. yeah, it's a very strange thing to go through and experience. Um, so I think that you know is relatable, and you want to be around other people that can understand it because other people are going to be like, You're not famous, but you kind of are. It's hard to explain, anyways. I can see how they are friends, but like best friends in whole wild in the whole wild <laughs> whole wide world and you've known them for a week weeks? three weeks yeah yeah jill and rachel are like were like really devastated like they were really upset <laughs> i feel like elizabeth funny. was upset she was, too yeah. she i'm was, sure she was upset she was for multiple multiple reasons though like her experience sucked and she was kind of just like manipulated into the situation she didn't even want to be a part of um but still it's crazy. And even like when people get the one-on-one dates, Shanae made a great point. I, are we, am I cheering for you to go on a date with my boyfriend? <laughs> it is, it is a great point, but also like, it's just hard to know where reason applies. I, I think that's kind of my, my bottom, my bottom line. I don't know the, the limits of rationality, <laughs> but also, am I going to be that upset? They get like no time with him. I mean, like someone like Jill who didn't have a one-on-one, she, she does 45 she, like, seconds. Clayton's like basically a stranger. Like she's probably spent more time with like, I don't know, the barista at her local coffee shop than she has with Clayton. 100%. They could run into each other and not know who each, I mean, she would yeah. know who Clayton is. He yeah, might not he know, might who, not she know who she is. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, on this, uh, since we brought up Elizabeth, just slight, slight detour. So Clayton took to Twitter last week to like apologize to Elizabeth yeah. and, and said that he's sorry. He didn't know the extent of it. And, he sees her and they'll talk it out on the woman tells all. 
Do you think this is a good strategy? How should how should a bachelor who is seeing what's going on handle this like realization in real time? Clayton's been very online. He's sort of taking the Kevin Durant approach of acknowledging everything on Twitter. Listen, I think the franchise is probably like shut the fuck up. Yeah. If I'm Clayton, I'm probably like pissed at this point that so much stuff was happening and no one gave me a clue other than... And who knows what they were saying to to him. It seems like, based off of his tweets, the producers were very much making him feel like Shanae was not the issue because obviously they wanted Shanae to stay because she's gold television. <laughs> um, so if I'm Clayton, I'm like, fuck you guys. I feel horrible. I, I know he um, specifically called out like, the, all the stuff that Shanae said about her having ADHD, which was like horrible. Yeah. And I feel like horrible. Clayton felt like, how was no one telling me this? Like, I feel like, I feel like that maybe I've crossed a line for Clayton where he's like, someone should have said something to me. This is yeah, not okay. Yeah, probably mad at the show. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I think that also, I made me wonder, um, Nick has always talked a lot about this. And like, when you are The Bachelor, it's hard to watch the show back because if you end up in a relationship, it's like very hard on the relationship and you have to do whatever you can to protect it. And so I wonder if there's some element of like, Clayton not acknowledging what happened with like Shanae and Elizabeth or not knowing is affecting whatever relationship he ended up in. Do you think he's he's with someone right now? Like just based on, we're halfway through the season. Like, what do you think? Uh... I don't know. I feel I like think, all I signs no. point to no. Yeah. I think no. Because I, I think he's like too active online. All signs point to he didn't even leave the show with someone. I know. Which is like so wild. Also, I hope that's not the case. I do think he is a good guy. And I think he has a great group of women. He does. Like, yeah. Like agreed. Top five probably all time. Um, So I do think that they're like... I don't... I don't see a world where Rachel doesn't win at this point. Like, Sam, agreed. It's crazy how much it seems like they're into each other. Um, so, I mean, like, there's definitely like real connections, and I think he could find like a a, a wife through this. But it's just, it doesn't seem like he does. His his like personal his media persona makes it seem like he's not with someone because I feel like if he was, he wouldn't be like so apologetic. He also probably wouldn't be tweeting as much because like all these leads always say like you have to try to protect your relationship while the show is airing, and he doesn't really seem like he's in that mode. But I don't know, maybe we're wrong. I I'm very curious because it seems like once Shanae does finally leave, like the show takes a serious turn towards the dramatic with him and whoever the final group of women are because. We're five episodes in, which means that, you know, it's, we're, it's kind of like thrown off a little bit, but we're like not that far from hometowns um, because usually hometowns is like around like week eight or week nine. So, you know, it's really not that far away. Like we're six weeks into the season. How many um, women are left? I don't know because... <laughs> because uh, well, we don't have like so many at the end. Yeah. yeah. It's really confusing. As of the previous ceremony, there's Sarah, Marlena, Mara, Gabby, Susie, Eliza, Hunter, Shanae, Teddy, Rachel, Serene. So that's, that's like a lot. Thank you to producer Devin, by the way, who put together this list for us. So like, they're still basically at like 12 women, which is a lot, but they have to, so they have to dwindle it down. Yeah. How is that possible? In I don't know. Weeks? Don't they only get rid of two? I guess maybe it'll be more. We'll we'll find out, but I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. 
I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's talk about the Shanae situation. Clayton comes into the cocktail party and inter- interrupts their conversation, and he asks to speak to the winning team, which I was like, winning team from what? But it's from the football match from last week. And I'm just like happy for Clayton that there's like a team and like winning for him to rely on. I feel like it's <laughs> right, right, right in his uh, wheelhouse. Right up his alley. And then he turns into Sherlock Holmes and, and interviews all the women <laughs> to find out what happens. And over the course of that, they say, threw the trophy in the pond like 3,000 times. Like, I, I didn't even like really think about where she threw the trophy, but I guess it was into a pond. I didn't um, see the pond. I also... I tr- yeah, like into the trees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it made me think of Adele because allegedly she canceled the concert in Vegas over the quote baggy old pond that she didn't like in the set. So I, there's a lot of pond talk these days. Um, they said that so many times, and then ultimately this whole thing culminates with Shanae giving a fake apology in which she cries, and then talking to the camera and, and comparing herself to Meryl Streep. I mean, it's just so outrageous. Outrageous, I but. I was kind of surprised she knew who Meryl Streep was. Does that really mean? I just was like a little surprised by that. I feel like everyone knows who Meryl Streep is, right? I don't know. Shanae seems like she's on her own planet. Yeah, for sure. But like, does she watch the Academy Awards? I guess so. I mean, she wants one. If that was fake, though, that was a really great performance. I didn't think it was real because we all know who Shanae is. But like her crying and everything was great. Great I mean, performance, Shanae. I, I bought it at first. I was like, is I was in my notes, I was like, is this real? And then immediately she was like, I just tricked them and whatever. And I no got to stay. way is it real. No well, way. No, now it's clear it's not. But at first I was like, wow, good job by her. I know, but like even in it, I was like, wow, this is a really good apology. But obviously she's faking it. Um, I just don't get how like 
I know she like went back to Clayton and was like, I just want to let you know, I apologize. And I'm so happy and so thankful that you had me do that. I feel so much better. Blah, blah, blah. It went really well. Like someone else go and be like, hey, just want to let you know, she just faked that. Or like, there's so much more to this that you don't know. It wasn't just this instance. There's been multiple things that she's done. She's lied multiple times. By the way, Elizabeth did nothing. Like why nothing. does no one, I feel like, She's getting all this opportunity to tell Clayton. And maybe it is produ- producers like going, working overtime to be like, no one go see Clayton. You go see, like, go, go see Clayton, Shanae. Like, I just don't get how she keeps getting these opportunities to like explain things to him and no one else does. Like, even in when his, like, when he turned into Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> it was like a group of girls just standing there saying random shit. Like, it wasn't like a sit down, serious conversation individually, one on one. The only one on one we saw was him and Shanae. I feel bad for Sierra. I feel like she took a lot of bullets on this one and then she ended up going home. And that's just like not fair because she was decided to actually do that because the problem, the problem is you see what happened to Sierra. She used all of her time with Clayton to like tell him the truth and talk about it. And then he sent her home and ended up keeping Shanae. Like that really blows. Also, I feel like Jill was pretty straightforward and the ones who were anti Shanae went home. Yeah. Maybe he's attracted to her. Maybe no, just, I think that Shanae also was telling him, these are the women that are talking about me. And probably. he was like, okay, so let's get rid of these women. But I'm like, Clayton, how do you not see the drama still happening? You're eliminating everyone around Shanae and it's still happening. He has, he has bad instincts, but I think a lot of it's because he just like doesn't want to be doing this, as you said. Like, he's not one for conflict. He doesn't yeah, want to do I it. I think he's just trying to resolve it as quickly as possible. And for some reason... And I do think it's multiple reasons. I don't think it's just him taking Shanae's word over everyone else. I do think producers have manipulated the situation in whatever way that they could. He's believing Shanae over everyone else. It's just like stupid. If yeah. multiple women are telling you like there's a problem, maybe believe them instead of this one person. But I have to assume he's attracted to her. I thought he would make out with her to get her to stop talking, but maybe he's actually into her and like likes making out with her. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that producers are telling him that she's not the problem and like she's getting bullied and he's believing everything over the few girls that have, the few women that have spoken up. But just based on the roast alone, I'd be like, huh, interesting. I know. Everyone has a problem with her. He's a a real dummy. And he's probably dreading the two-on-one. Let's talk about that roast. These women were really mean. This was like really mean stuff, especially um, Sarah. Sarah. I was like, it's not Mara's fault that she's older than you. It's not like a character defect. It's just it's like, it's going to happen to you too, girl. Like one day you'll be older than younger women. Like it was really weird. How old is Mara? 32, I think. Jeez. Or like 30, 33. Yeah, she's We would so be grandmothers. <laughs> Man, I would just be like sent to my grave. I'm almost 36. Like I was um, just... I was have no so time confused for me. by their little back and forth because I'm like, aren't they friends? I couldn't tell. It seemed like Mara was actually like upset about it. Yeah, she should be. It was messed up. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And then Mara started talking about Sarah's age. It was weird. It was just like very, very mean. The other one I really didn't get was Marlena. She said, Clayton, you're from Eureka, right? Do you kiss your mother with your mouth open or closed? Is that like, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I like how Clayton also clarified for the record that it's with his mouth closed. Like, what the fuck? Mouth closed. Yeah, maybe it's a thing in Eureka. I don't know. Or is it like a, 
like a, is there a show called Eureka or I don't know or is it like a stereotype that like people from Missouri like are I don't know incestuous or something I don't know I, I've I, never heard that me neither <laughs> the only places they're talking about inbreds is on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City for <laughs> Mary Cosby <laughs> by the way that was a great line she is Mary pure is, insanity oh my god oh my god side note she like is denying that she got fired from the show and yeah. people are like I can't believe she, and then I saw like some anonymous source like I can't believe she's like, she's denying it but like Mary doesn't ever make sense or follow logic so of course she's denying it whatever anyway <laughs> yeah um if you're not watching, please tune in. It has been an incredible season. It feels like it's also been on for forever. Like, I don't remember my life before this season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I don't want it to end. I know that. Me neither. So um, much more we need to un- uncover. Marlena um, also said Shanae is like a herpes outbreak. No matter how, how hard you try to get rid of her, she keeps coming back and lasts longer than expected. That's a, that's a really great mean, line. But a great line. Yeah. I thought, but, okay, a roast is supposed to be mean, right? Yeah. Um... Like, but, I can't remember but what someone's was it was. Face. They mentioned... But it's supposed to do to someone's face. I think yeah, doing usually it... Shanae's not... Usually Shanae should be in the ob- audience. Yeah, like, I think it's pretty messed up and unfair to roast Shanae when she's not there. It's just like, it's just making fun of her. And yes, she sucks. So that's just, by definition, not a roast and very mean. Not a roast. <sighs> I'm okay with it. Hunter said Shanae is in here, but long story short, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer calling himself a victim. <laughs> yeah. No... <laughs> Do, do that they get is help? crazy. Do they get help writing these lines? I don't know, but I bet most of them don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. They're probably like, what does that mean? <laughs> I didn't think about that, maybe. But I feel like they were pretty good. They were... Re- I was, like, very surprised. I mean... And then the, the women they didn't show, I'm like, were they, did, did their jokes just suck? Uh, Probably. Or it was just, like, wasn't about Shanae or was not that mean. Maybe it was just, like, too too gentle or something. Susie says that they're in Toronto and she's a little bit chilly. And so then she asked Clayton, could you help me keep my seat warm? I heard you're really good at warming the bench. I think that's a pretty good line. And then ultimately, Rachel, who we didn't really see, we didn't see tell a single joke, um, gets to have the rose. Like, he's really into her. One-on-one followed by group date rose is a big sign Huge. that he's going for Rachel. We also barely saw her on the date. Yeah. She didn't, she clearly is not funny or didn't have anything mean to say because she wasn't shown. And for someone who gets very little TV time, like I for sure did not think she was getting the rose. No, I thought Susie was going to get it because she did the like, what I like about you or whatever. I didn't like that, but yeah. I kind of like Susie. I don't know. I, mean, I don't, I don't dislike her. I, I think that, where's she from? Do we know where she's from? Susie is, I'm going to tell you right now. She is from, um, Virginia beach. She's the wedding videographer. She seems very like sweet. Yes. And that's kind. I like, feel genuinely. like every time we've talked about her, you've said she seems very sweet. sweet. That's your word it's, for Susie. Susie, sweetheart. Even. Yeah. But like, does she not like even her believing Shanae and being like, I think everyone deserves a second chance. I was like, wow, this woman is just a little too nice. Not for me. It's a good I like thing. Pe- it is. It is a good thing. It's not a personality match for me. I like someone with a little more edge and sass, but <laughs> I, I understand that it's a nice quality that, that she has. So I I'm happy see for that her. Clayton would like that. Yes, definitely. And I think Rachel's like that too. She said like crowds are outside of her comfort zone, but because he doesn't like conflict, I think he likes these very sweet, saccharine, very nice mm-hmm. women. I mean, I think 
that's why a lot of the one-on-ones he seems to like because like the women are just being their like sweetest self and anyone who like pushes <laughs> yeah. him in the other direction he's just like not really into but I don't know he keeps Shanae who throws a trophy in a pond so but he's, yeah I mean <laughs> we need to see more of this pond <laughs> I wonder what he's gonna think when he sees her um saying how he was acting how he tricked everyone how she tricked oh everyone my gosh. he's gonna be like so devastated if he couldn't handle the Elizabeth stuff imagine how this he's is... gonna feel over this one yeah take, so, take uh, his phone away tonight people well, so that kind of leads me to the two on one yeah. There's no way he can keep her after this, right? They always get eliminated. Like if the villain lasts this long, but did you see the preview? It's like, I just I'm, think she's totally fine just making up and lying and yeah. whatever she needs to do. Yeah. I wonder if he leaves both of them. I also I feel like this could look really like it could be like very dramatic. So they go to Niagara Falls, which is not that close to Toronto. I think it's further from Toronto than Galveston is from Houston. Like I've been, I've actually been to Niagara Falls. It's like one of the one parts of Canada I've been to. It's on the border of New York and, and, uh, and Canada, but, um, it kind of sucks. Like I wouldn't recommend going. It's like really like campy. And I mean, I guess the falls themselves are cool, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't recommend it as like a major place you need to go. Um, yeah, it's an hour and a half from Toronto to Niagara Falls and you have to drive like all the way around Lake Ontario. Uh, Probably a pretty not, drive. What'd you say? Probably a pretty drive. That's true, but not if you're in a van with Shanae and you have and to like be sitting production. next to her. Yeah, that sounds probably not sucks. a comfy ride. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, I I wonder if he will leave both of them or something. But yeah, it just seems like he totally falls for it. Like if everyone tells you that Shanae is lying, why do you repeatedly believe her? There's there's like no explanation. The only explanation is that production's telling him like no. Yeah, she's being bullied. Uh, everyone's guess, intimidated by her right for some reason and and he just goes with it it really doesn't make any sense but i i i'm sort of like excited to get more of genevieve i've think that she's good like drama for the cameras so i'm looking um, forward to that i do haven't you, i don't do you know genevieve's personality like i feel like the only thing we know is that her and shanae don't get along like i want to know yeah, more about her she's like an enforcer yeah we don't know anything about her i know someone who knows her um, oh, and she lives, she lives in LA. It, yeah, like her. Seems like she's like fairly regular person. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out. But she has been so anti Shanae. I feel like she's perfect for this two on one. Also, they haven't done a two on one in a really long time. So this really is back to basics. When was the last two on one? Um, Peter season, maybe? Did they do one in Peter season? I can't quite remember. But the, it has at least since then. What is the two on one? I don't know why I'm blanking. It's the best two-on-one ever. It's the where... one with Ashley I and Kelsey where Ashley yes. I gets left yes. in the Badlands. <laughs> yes. And like they take a helicopter and she's like watching them. Yeah. Ashley. And the another one that was really mean was um, on Ben's season where they leave Olivia and she's like standing on an island. Uh, both of those are like helicopter departures. <laughs> it's really bad. I, I can see that happening again. I could see yeah. that happening again because they have to go all the way back to Toronto. Uh, yeah. And also with like the misting water. It's just like... I know. It's just going to be very dramatic. I think you might be right, though. And I think that's a great call. I think you might say bye. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just can't deal with this. Let's move on. And also, like, they're leaving North... I assume they're leaving North America after this. So, like, do you want to bring Shanae to Europe? No. Just leave her in in North America. (laughs) Leave her behind. I I just can't imagine. Can't imagine. Although, I thought she should have been... I thought he was going to keep Elizabeth. That was essentially a two-on-one. 
I know. And he said bye to Elizabeth. Um, and then she just sent Sierra home too. And she's even saying like, I'm sending these women home. I know. She's like, so she's proud of it. I guess. Who's next? She just really, just, just really sucks. I hope that <laughs> um, she's gone. You know what we haven't heard from in a really long time? Who? Teddy. Like what? where did Teddy go? I, we saw her a little bit this episode. I just feel like she has to have some breakout. The previews for the rest of the season look great. Yeah, they do. They look really good. And do we want to have... Because it's like mid-season almost, right? Yeah. Do we want to have mid-season predictions? I know we have beginning of season predictions. Has anything changed for you? Should we do some mid-season awards and predictions on Thursday? Do two episodes together this oh. week? All right. I'm into that. Yeah, save it. Okay. I mean, let's do it together. That sounds All great. Right. <laughs> I but, think there are definitely awards to be had. Oh my God, definitely. Um, but let's talk about the preview for next week. First of all, Wait, Shanae, was it just for next week? No, it was like no, a mid-season, right? It's a, yeah, a whole mid-season. Okay. I was like, that's yeah, a lot happening in one episode. It's six weeks into the season, but they took one off for the college football championship. So Bachelor doesn't sleep, luckily. Bachelor on Valentine's Day next week. Big stuff. I have zero plans. Same. Actually, I'm taking a flight overnight. I was like, I know I won't have any plans. I'll just take a red eye home. <laughs> um, maybe Seth will surprise Send me you with flowers. something. I'm oh, if I don't get flowers, that's a problem. For sure, getting flowers. <laughs> um, we're we're gifts on Valentine's type. We both give gifts to each other. Oh, that's nice. Um, I have nothing for him. So if anyone has any ideas, please DM me thoughtful ideas that you've done for your husband, boyfriend, whatever. Would love any ideas. Something um, monogrammed? That's something I go to for everyone. <laughs> love, a, love a monogram. <laughs> I have given him some monogram stuff and he's liked it. But yeah, it just would be something like, I don't know. It's the day that he proposed to me also. So it's like a double whammy. Although oh, wow. I told him yesterday it's three years since then. And he's like, that's not like a milestone. So I was like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> also, usually people do it from their marriage, from their wedding, not from their engagement. I know. I know. But I but just I guess, feel like it's on Valentine's Day. So it yeah. makes Valentine's Day like a little bit more. Yeah, it's true. Important. It's true. Um, in uh, Devin very helpfully makes an outline for us every week. And in Devin's preview for next or for the rest of the season, she wrote lots of European kisses, which really just made me laugh. It is true. <laughs> lots of European kisses. Yeah. So, it also says... And I was trying to like rewind and keep trying to keep track. He says it. It feels like he's saying I love you to a lot of people. I know. So who do you think he actually says it to? I think one is gotta be Rachel because I'm pretty yeah, sure we has see her to be crying. Rachel, crying Ra- on the stairwell. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Rachel. And then it seems like one is Gabby. I think I think that's they're a arguing out. on the beach. Yeah. Who else could he be arguing? It shows it shows Gabby on it's the true. beach. That's true. I think Susie's going to go really far. But Jesse Palmer told me to watch out for Teddy. So I'm just like, I don't know. I think he says it to Teddy too. But then he says, I'm in love with three women. And And I've slept with two of you. (laughs) Yeah. And one seems to have left on her, like on her own. Yeah. Because he keeps talking like in the preview. It keeps, it seems like he's like, I didn't expect this out of her. And he tells the two women that are left that he also loved the the woman that left, which is, I'm trying to understand his strategy here. I have a theory. I wonder if Teddy self-eliminates and they don't sleep together because she's a virgin. And I don't know that like... I mean, like, if you're going to the fantasy suite... Whatever she... By the way, whatever she chooses to do, I support, you know? Like, do you, Teddy. But I wonder if, like, she's the one that... Go, like, he says he loves, but 
they don't end up having sex because of like, you know, just it's a different like circumstance or whatever. Um, and then I think Rachel, maybe like Rachel and Gabby are the final two. Maybe that's crazy. I know. I think it's, I think it's definitely Rachel and then Gabby, Susie and Teddy are the other three, but I, I think those know. are the final four. And I think it is Gabby and Rachel, which is sh- at this point, that's shocking to me, but I think that's what happens. Also, where does, when does Serene get eliminated? I feel like he really likes her. I, I think so too. Maybe like final six or something like that. There is a few women that you're like, they're definitely going home in the next week or two. Yes. Like Marlena for sure. Genevieve, even though she's doing the two on one, I, they, they've shown Genevieve a lot in like trying to like, remember at the beginning you thought she went really far and I was like, I think that's a fake out. I still think that. So like Hunter, Hunter, she's barely spoken. She's like, I would say that about Teddy, except for the first impression. She seems very, very, very normal, which is probably why she doesn't get very much time. Totally. Um, (laughs) Eliza, we've gotten so little of. I know. She seems sweet too. I know. There's someone else we're missing. Mara, she's going home. Mara. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I and don't know. And then there's like Sarah, Susie, Teddy, Rachel, Serene, yeah. Gabby. Yeah. So I don't know. But I guess we'll we'll see soon. But the other thing I don't understand is why he had to say why he... Um, like, I don't understand why he had to say that he slept with two of them. Like, what? Doesn't does he need to, to say admit? that. Doesn't need to tell them who he's in love with. None of that needs I to know. be said. Um, I don't know. I, I don't get it, but I guess we'll find out soon. I'm looking forward to it. Also, like, we just got to get rid of Shanae and get into this real, like, who does Clayton love? I'm looking forward to seeing Clayton crack under pressure. You know what I do think happens, though? Maybe he leaves with no one and then one of them comes back after, after like, the season. Right. And that'll play out, like, after the final rose or whatever. Yeah. I could see that happening, too. That's, I don't know who the one is, but that's what I think. That's a good prediction. All right. Let's scrutinize this teaser a little bit more. And then on Thursday, we'll do some awards and some more predictions and do a frame-by-frame breakdown of exactly what we're seeing. Does that sound like like a plan? Sure. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right. One last note. Yeah. I am scared of bees. Um, have you always been scared of bees? Like, where does that come from for you? I just really don't like bees. I've never been stung. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's why. I think maybe if I got stung and I was like, it's not that bad. I'd feel better about it. I have no idea what it's like. Don't want to know. My daughter is also very scared of bees. It's probably partially my fault. Um, <laughs> but like, I felt like Clayton was very chill. Um, I'm not scared of bees. I've been stung by one before. But yeah, like you, he just sort of like didn't let it bother him at all. I will say. Like, I'm at least swatting. Oh, no. But then that's when they sting you if you swat. I, I know. I know. That's I know. why he did. That's why you can't do it. But yeah, he. it's almost like he didn't flinch at all. It's almost like he's a robot in Westworld, like a host. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, at least like sit back or something. He was just like, oh, there's my friend Ed. Um, That reminds me of one final thought. Just delighted to still be getting more and more Jesse Palmer. I was so happy to see him when he was on the roast date. I loved that they made a joke about how they look exactly the same. Just give me all the Jesse Palmer. I'm loving it. I, preseason, I thought, I'm sure he'll be fine. Six out of 10. Very random, (laughs) random choice. Don't think they could have picked a better person. I know. He's so good. He like blends in, but he also adds something. It's like the perfect amount of hosting. I want 
I like, I look forward to Clayton like struggling because I know that means we'll get Jesse like talking it out with him. And so that's like one of the things I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clayton, brother. Listen, I'm sure. I'm sh- brother. Talk me through I'm what's going sure. on, brother. <laughs> also, they both talk sometimes in football language. Yeah, football and I can't wait for, I can't wait for him to be like, Clayton, you are on the five yard line, third and goal. <laughs> yeah. How do we bring Who this home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also, are you going to run it into the end zone? You're going to pass. Throw it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's draw the play for you, Clayton. How do we, I, how do we get to the end zone? I'm looking forward to, to that. Me too. Um, That's like when Marlena was like, a W, when you get the W, you get it. Sorry. She said, was it about an L? When you take an L, take the L. <laughs> when she was talking about Shanae. <laughs> very much agree. Yeah, with of course. Of take course. And I think that was smart. She spoke to him in football talk. Like, I know you get this. This is how I'm going to speak to you. Yeah. Still didn't get it, but. Athlete to athlete. I thought that was the right strategy. Me too. Right strategy, Marlena. She was meeting him. Um, she was meeting him on his, on his level, which is also funny because earlier in the episode, Gabby was like, I just feel like he can come to my level. And I was like, can he? Where is your level? <laughs> um, no one knows. No one Her level knows. is high in the air. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Bachelor did not want to do this whole restart, but what a way to, to you know, Young, fresh, new start. With Seriously, Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer, we love you wherever you are today. <laughs> um, I hope Jesse Palmer gets to go to the Super Bowl. Just feel like that'd be nice for him. And now that he's I hope like Jesse more Palmer famous. goes to Bachelor in Paradise. Me too, big time. Also, I think his wife's an actress. I wonder if like they could co-host or something like Bachelor in Paradise or something. I'd be curious just to get more oh, Jesse. That's cute. Yeah. What made me think of it is um, I'm incredibly excited about Love is Blind season two and Nick and Vanessa Lachey like co-host together. And I was like, it's really pointless that they're even on the show, but if like they're going to be there, like why not have both? So yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? All right. We'll be back later this week with awards and thank you to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. Um, And thank you, Jesse Palmer. We see you. We hear you. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.